Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to the Do It For The Process podcast. I am so happy and excited to be back in this space with you, and I hope that you are happy to hear my voice. We are going to get into a lot in this season of Do It For The Process. If you're a longtime listener, you know the ethos of this podcast is to encourage artists. It's to help all of us grow. It's to offer support. It's to offer practical advice. If you're new to me or to the podcast, welcome. I'm really happy to have you here. I'm Emily Jeffords. I'm an artist, educator, retreat host, a wannabe writer, a mother of three. I live in Greenville, South Carolina, although I don't think I have the Southern accent, but I may, I don't know. And if you're new here, there's a lot of content that you can dive into um, in this podcast already. We've covered a lot of topics. We've covered a lot of really, really practical advice for running your creative business. So definitely go back and check out the archive that is rich with information and rich with uh, beautiful new things. There's definitely a lot for you to dig into and to find a lot of encouragement and nourishment in that space. So I hope that you take some time to do that if you're, you know, kind of craving that community in your studio and that support and honestly the things that are, are just kind of hard to access as a professional artist or as a professional creative. I really delight in encouraging other artists in running their businesses and finding that sustainability and that heart and soul that will keep your creativity not only happy and thriving in your studio but then also out in the world because that's where your art gets to live and breathe and find its voice and find its audience and find its its people a lot of things have changed since the last episode that i published a lot has shifted in my life Um, i've moved homes I've moved studios. I used to have a studio that was in a beautiful old uh, 1902, I believe, house or 1890s house. And um, I've moved from there. I used to paint in that space. And now we still have the print studio there. uh, In my business, we offer paintings and we offer prints. So I used to do both of those things in that space. Now it's just the print studio space. And I made my painting studio to my home. You know, when you're doing something that should feel effortless and fun and light, um, a lot of times the more effort you have to do to get there, uh, that can be where you spend all of your energy, just like getting to the studio and getting the paint set up and getting the process started. So I decided to simplify that for myself and to move that process to my house. So now I paint from a little room in my home and it's beautiful and the light is lovely and it's not very big, but I'm making it work and it feels very congruent where I can just you know, paint and then live and then do laundry and then paint. Um, That does, of course, take a different level of um, dedication and uh, limiting distractions where possible because a home is full of distractions, as you probably know. So I have to be very conscious of that. But when it flows, it flows really, really beautifully. So since the last podcast episode, I also have visited a lot of different places. I love to travel. Travel is a priority for me. I prioritize it in my energy, in my um, in my income. I prioritize just the time that it takes to travel. It's a huge, um, it rewards me greatly. So I prioritize it very greatly also. So that's been a delight. I went through probably the most transformative year personally, professionally, spiritually, uh, in every single way this past year. I'm not going to get into that in this space right now, at least, but I, um, it happened and it changed me and it changed the way that I see the world and the way that I exist in the world. And I think it's just worth noting because if you've been a member of my audience, or if you've been someone that 
has paid attention to my work and to my Instagram and to my just, you know, my presence in the world, I think you probably have sensed that um, this past year has been challenging, but it's also been really, really beautiful. And I think change is always a good thing. That's something that I have lived by. That's something that I have had proven true in my life time and time again, that change is always something that shifts things for the better, even when change is really hard. And this year was really hard, but um, really, really beautiful also. So as a result of that, more firsts in my life. I got my first tattoo, which was very exciting. Um, I tried escargot for the first time, and then I had it again two days later because I liked it a lot. And now I don't want to have it ever again in my life, but it was a great experience. Um, what else? I wrapped up my first, well, my second, not, not my first, my second year long mastermind where I get to mentor a small group of, of really incredible creatives for a year. So we wrapped up our second version of that, our second one of those. Um, we ended with a retreat in Paris and it was really, really, really beautiful. That's where I had the escargot, obviously. Um, there have been shifts on my team. We've had some people leave my team, some people add to my team. And that has been, again, change is always a good thing for both those that need to move on to other things and those that come into my team with fresh ideas and fresh perspectives. Uh, we also had a new baby on the team. That's very exciting. It's been really, really fun to like work with maternity leave and get to nurture a new mom while also working like you know she's working and she's doing an incredible job and that's just been really really cool to be a part of as someone that really values um that portion of my life being a mother it's been really fun to help my my team expand in that way so that's really sweet um we are creating and offering two retreats this year with my dear business bestie tanya she's an absolute creative powerhouse, an angel, um, someone that I turn to consistently for inspiration and to create magic alongside me. I am a huge fan of Tanya Vol. Go look her up if you're not familiar with her work. Um, she's, I love her if you can't tell. Okay. We're doing two retreats together, one in the desert and one in Italy, and they're happening this fall. So it's taken a lot of creative work and a lot of creative energy just to like most of the work for a retreat happens before the retreat even begins. And we can talk more about retreats later if you're interested in that because it's so much fun. If you're in the collective and you're like, I need info now. If you're in the collective, which is the membership that I offer to creative entrepreneurs, there are trainings on how to run retreats, how to run workshops, how to run live events, how to do online events, online retreats, all kinds of things. So if you're like, I want to teach now, how do we do this? Then um, definitely tune into those if you're inside of the collective. If you're not in the collective, doors open a couple times a year and they happen to be opening up next week. So keep that in mind. It's an amazing place and it's quite affordable. Um, what else? I went to Joshua Tree with my business bestie, Tanya, a year ago. And while there, we began writing a book. And this is very exciting to me because I have at least two books in my head right now. Um, they're both in, well, one of them's in a very ugly notes app or document on my computer. The other one that I worked on with Tanya is very beautiful. Our book pitch is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Oh, I love it so much. Um, but if you are an art agent, if you're a publisher, uh, let's talk, please. That would be wonderful. Creatively, I launched a collection a couple of weeks ago, and that was hard 
can I just be real? Um, we're in a safe space here. I'm just going to speak honestly and openly a lot in, in this in this corner of the internet, just so you're aware. Um, it was really, really hard to launch that collection of work because I created this collection of work during a time in my life, like I said, that was really transformative and really asked me to go to my absolute most deepest, uh, rawest self. And the work that I created during that time, I can feel it in the work. And I don't know if anyone else can, but I definitely can see like the brush strokes that I used as kind of like a balm during this time in a way to heal and to find my center again and to just remind myself of peace and of beauty and of purpose and um, all of that I can see clearly in these paintings. And one of them is on my mantle and it hasn't sold yet. Oh, there's my sweet, sweet cat. <laughs> you might hear him a bit. Um, it hasn't sold yet. And I haven't really marketed this piece because I maybe want to keep it. So I don't know. We'll see. My cat's name is Picasso. He's going to make a little cameo probably frequently because this boy is noisy. So I hope that's okay with you. Um, the collection release went beautifully. It just asked me to kind of like wrestle with my vulnerability a little bit and my love of my creative process. And um, it was really challenging and really, really good for me to do that process again. Um, I have a new body of work brewing inside of me. So I think you'll probably see me, if you follow my creative work at all, you'll see me tip into that this next in the next few months, I hope. And we'll see what happens. I'm a little nervous, but that's very exciting. Um, let's see. I also began playing with video. And this is something that's a long time coming. I clearly, I do video for my courses and for the membership that I offer make or, um, the collective making artwork is the course that I teach. Um, so there's a lot of video inside of that space, but I've been playing with video as a creative medium more than I expected. And it's fun. It's so fun. There's a little bit of a tech, uh, you know, just like a production shift, like shooting videos different than taking photographs, obviously, but I've been really enjoying that process and I can't wait to get more into it and to just really enjoy it quite a lot. Um, those are the main, I think the main key things that I want to talk about in this space, as far as what's changed, things that are the same, a lot of things are the same. Uh, my business looks very, very similar to how it looked two years ago. I would say if anything, it's just simpler. And we have adopted the mindset on my team of how can we make this more easeful, not easy, but more full of ease. And that's been a really beautiful mantra to carry through our creative work in our business and just the things that are more monotonous. There's always those boring things in a business as we all know, but how can we make things just a little bit easier and more easeful? Um, and that's been a gift because I am still in a phase of life where I need to preserve creative strength. I need to preserve energy and maybe relate to this because I think all humans probably relate to this. We don't need to spend energy on things that don't need our time. And there's a lot of busyness that's handed to us inside of running a business. There's a lot of things that stack up in the, in the should category, you know, things that are just not really needed. And yet we think we should be doing them. We should be doing this. We should be doing this. And I would recommend if you feel this pressure heavily right now, I would just do something that I, that I 
find to be very clarifying, and I personally try to do as, as often as I need to, which is at least once a year, is write down the list of things that you and you alone can and should be doing. And that, that list of shoulds is like, actually, you should be doing this. If you're a painter, you should be painting. You should be taking photographs of your work, possibly. You might want to hire a photographer, but what what can and should you be doing with your time? What things offer you value and reward? What things, on the contrast, take energy away from you? And can you begin to stop doing them or find other ways of doing them where maybe you do them once a month instead of every day or things like that? Like, how can you just add some ease to your creative work and to your business? Because there's a lot of hard things in this life. And I think that your creative practice should be one of the easiest and most pleasurable things in your whole life. I'm not saying it's easy to create work. I'm not saying it's easy to create work that matters. But I think if you can create work that feels like a sigh, it feels like I want this. I want to be doing this. I want to spend my energy and my time here. If this is bringing me pleasure, then ugh, do that. Do that all day long as often as possible. Um, other things that have not changed. I love mentoring and educating and assisting and empowering creative entrepreneurs, artists in particular. I love it. Um, the collective is ongoing. It's our membership for creative, uh, creative artists and entrepreneurs, and it is an asset to any studio practice, any creative business that needs just that added support, that community, that sense of belonging, that sense of camaraderie and friendship. And like, you're not alone. If you need some advice from someone that's probably been there and done that the hard way or the smart way, um, I offer that advice to you. We have a lot of guest experts in that space and it is so incredible. I love the collective deeply, deeply, deeply. Ooh, one thing that has changed though is the collective is, is ongoing, beautiful membership. I love it. I also offer a course that's more intense and a little bit more faster pace, similar ethos. It's to help artists run businesses that are profitable and that are happy and vibrant and thriving. Um, but it's much more intense. It's, it's nine weeks long. So things that have changed, it is just much more condensed. All the information is there, but it's happening at a much faster pace. And by the end of nine weeks, you have a business that is just ready to succeed in this really beautiful and powerful way. And that's so exciting. Also making it work has always happened in the spring, but because as I've kind of alluded to, I needed some space to uh, spend energy elsewhere this past year. So we did not have making it work this past spring, but I am so excited to officially announce right here for the first time that we're offering making our work this fall. It's going to be a fall course this year. And I can't wait to feel the energy of, of that leading into the holidays and all of the, you know, just the, like the pressure that the holidays bring for creative entrepreneurs. So I am very excited that will happen in late August. Um, it's going to be really, really beautiful. Uh, and you know, I think beyond, uh, the course, the membership, this podcast, the, these different things, the heart of what I want to encourage you as someone who's a creative, as someone who is an artist working in your studio every day is that you're doing something very, very brave and very, very vulnerable and very needed. 
I know we don't feel this a lot because there aren't a lot of affirmations just being handed to us as creative entrepreneurs. You don't have a boss, you don't have a progress report, you don't get like raises every year. That'd be great though. Give yourself a raise, by the way. If you set your own pricing, which you do, give yourself a raise every year. Um, but that that aside, we get a lot of internal affirmation from our work and from the joy of the creative process, but not a lot of external, truly, you know, things that are um, quantifiable and as far as affirmation goes. But your work matters. It's so important. The creativity that you bring to the world is so beautiful. And we're handed a lot of lies as artists that I want to just spend a moment calling out and making um, making clear and making obvious because I think that that is something that if you don't identify the lies, they just kind of rumble around your brain and they just kind of sit there as as truths when they're not. They're not truths. They are absolutely lies. I'm going to read a little bit from a workbook that I shared inside of the collective because I just want to. I just want to call these out. Let's just do it. Okay. Okay. Artists should work for free or for exposure. No, no, no. <laughs> I work isn't valuable unless a fancy gallery or a collector says that it is. Artists are too empathetic for our own good. You can be an artist, but you better marry rich. You better get support. You better have some kind of income coming in besides your creative work. Artists are suffering. Being an artist isn't a real job. What do you do to make money? I've been asked that so often, even as someone that has been a professional artist for like 14 years now. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, what do you do to make money? Like, I sell my art. Hello. <laughs> artists can't run a business. That one I've heard from artists. I've heard this one from creatives. I've heard this one from people that are adjacent to creatives. And I'm like, oh my gosh, can we please stop this narrative? Can we please stop saying that we don't know how to run businesses? Maybe it's not something that we're taught in school because our school doesn't really tell you how to run a business, obviously. But that doesn't mean that you're not able to do this thing. It's not that hard. And it's also very fun. And also if you need support, I got you because that's what I love to do. I'll help you run your business. But um, we can absolutely do that. We can absolutely have both a left and right brain. We can absolutely both create work that touches our souls. And also, oh my gosh, there is an owl right outside my window. I have chills. Okay. That's special. Um, another change in the past year is I have been seeing some like very beautiful signs throughout my, my days. Um, not, not often, but whenever I see a snake, which there's been three snakes in my life in the past year, it's been a very like, Ooh, something's happening here. There's some change happening. I've seen butterflies at very thoughtful moments, um, owls, different birds. And the fact that an owl literally landed on a branch right outside my window feels very special. Okay. 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 Um, that was an unexpected moment, but I'm going to, I'm going to keep it in the podcast because I think that's just like, Ooh, Ooh, I, I have like, my heart is kind of fluttery right now. Okay, back to being a creative entrepreneur. Um, I'm excited to 
open this space back up in this podcast. And I hope that it's accessible to you. I hope that you feel seen and feel heard and that you feel encouraged in this space. I hope that you walk away from every single episode knowing that you as an artist have incredible ability, incredible um, power to create absolute magic. And I'm excited to get to walk along that journey with you. The theme of this season is going to be artists can. So <laughs> one day I was making coffee and um, I was feeling a little bit overwhelmed, honestly, because I felt overwhelmed a lot this past year. It's just kind of a state of being for me right now. And I was feeling overwhelmed with what my voice is and what my purpose is and just these giant questions, right? And I'm like, oh my gosh, Emily, what do you need to hear? What do you need right now? Stop trying to help everyone else around you. It's very codependent and that's very, I don't need to do that. What do I need? What do I need to hear right now to be my best creative self? And the thing that I kept coming back to was, I believe that artists can. And what I, what I meant by that is, Emily, you can do these things. You can do this. You can, and, and I'll fill in the blank, by the way. So I believe that artists can rest. I believe that artists can create work that changes our culture. I believe that artists can create incredible lives that are full of adventure and softness and uh, ease and exploration and all these different things. And then let's scale it down. Let's say that I believe artists can have an email list that is doing its thing. I believe that artists can create really cool video content. I believe that artists can do anything, everything. And so I'm going to use this space to both uplift and empower us as creatives and myself as a creative. If you want to listen in, then please do. Um, but I'm going to use this space as a space to say, okay, yes, we absolutely can do this. And now let's talk about how. Let's talk about how we do these things as creatives. And now that we know that we can and we like how to do it, let's talk about why this matters. And when we can wrap all those together, whew, nothing can stop us. We've got, we've got this. We've got this. I wanted to read a poem to you that meant a lot to me. I found it today. Um, a bit by chance. And it really struck me as one of the most beautiful things I've ever read in my whole life. It's by Andrea Gibson, who is an incredible poet and thinker. And I recommend checking out their work. It's really, really beautiful. All right. I'm going to read it to you. I would like to weave poetry into this podcast more because poetry has become one of the sources of life for my soul. And I want to share that with you. Sometimes you look like a human scribble, like a two-year-old has colored you in, like you've got too many feelings to fit inside of the lines of your own skin. But that, my friend, is the masterpiece. All of living is storm chasing. Every good heart has lost its roof. Friend, you are who taught me that a difficult life is not less worth living than a gentle one. Joy is simply easier to carry than sorrow. You keep worrying that you're taking up too much space. I wish you'd let yourself be the Milky Way. People scream when they're in pain because screaming lessens the pain. Anyone asking you to hold your tongue is asking you to hold the heaviest thing in the universe. 
You taught me to start breaking every promise I have made to my pain. Taught me my wounds will never be bigger than I am. This world needs people who can find a tunnel with no light at the end of it and hold it up like a telescope to show that the darkness contains many truths that it could bring the light to its knees. Grief astronomer, adjust the lens, look closer, tell me what you see. That brings tears to my eyes and gives my whole body chills and purpose. Whew. I think as an artist, uh, those words are some of the truest that I've ever heard as far as what it means to be someone that translates pain and translates darkness and translates confusion and unknown into something not only pretty, not, not beautiful, but something radiant, something clear, something light. And uh, I think there's a lot of power and a lot of truth in these words. The grief astronomer, adjust the lens, look close and tell me what you see. That's what we have to do as artists. That is our purpose. That is our why. That is why we create. That's why we share our work. And as I said at the beginning of this episode, your purpose in this world as a creative entrepreneur is to let your work have a voice. Let your work have presence in the world. Let your work go outside of yourself and live and be big and to be beautiful and to be powerful and strong and seen because you're a grief astronomer as an artist. And that's just, I know that sounds a little bit heavy and a little bit dark, but I hope that you can see the lightness in that because we all are living in this human experience that is layered and complex and can be hard and can be painful. And it can also be easy and it can be full of joy and pleasure and both. It can be both. My daughter has a shirt that is two smiley faces, well, two emoji faces, uh, one smiling and one is frowning. And it's this beautiful curve line between the smile and the frown. And the shirt just says it can be both. And my daughter wears it so often because it's true. It's, it's the truest thing that we can have both all at once. And as an artist holding that dichotomy and that complexity is just such a gift and translating it and sharing it with someone else is an even bigger gift. So if you're along for that ride, if you want to tap into that part of yourself that is brave and vulnerable and honest and true, then you're in the right place. And if you believe that maybe artists can do that. We can tap into that vulnerable, beautiful part of ourselves and share it boldly and beautifully. Then you are in good company because we're, we're on that journey together. So let's do this. Let's be bold. Let's be beautiful. I want to end with an affirmation from our do it for the process affirmation card deck. I'm going to pull this out here. These cards are available in my shop. They're beautiful. They have beautiful imagery on them. And then on the other side, are words that were written just with you in mind as a creative. And I think they're really powerful. So I want to pull a card for the end of each episode and just read it and encourage all of us. So today's card is, oh my gosh, what? <laughs> I, it's like I planned this, but I literally just pulled a card from a deck. Okay, you ready? 
I am sharing light with those who need it. Go and share your light. Go and share the beauty that you create, the purpose that you create, the, the presence and the perspective that you can see. Share that. Let that be a gift. Do it powerfully. Do it boldly. You are an artist. You can do anything you want. Thank you for being here. Thank you for opening up this space to me again. I can't wait to be back in your podcast feed more consistently. And thank you for giving me this rest also. I felt your generosity in that and it's meant the world to me. I am deeply grateful and I'm also deeply honored to be back. So let's create some magic in this space. I feel some magic literally happening in this episode. An owl, that poem, I cried. You couldn't see it, but I was crying. (laughs) Um, Yeah, thank you for just letting me crack open my heart a little bit and share it with you. And that means a lot. Okay, I'm going to say goodbye for now. If you'd like to join the membership that I offer for creative entrepreneurs, join us next week. The doors are open for a week and I would love to get to know you and your work in there. There's a beautiful community where you can actually share your creative work and share things that you're working through and what's happening. And it's a really special space full of encouraging people. And that's kind of the ethos of what we've created inside of the collective. So if you're needing that, if you want more of this heart-centered business advice, but with, let's be real, a little bit more like nitty gritty, nerdy, like how do we actually do this? The collective is the perfect space for you to, uh, to find that information. So join us when it opens. And now there's thunder, what? Okay, I gotta go. Something's happening. Something's happening in this universe and it's, uh. It feels big. Okay. Bye for now.